In the meantime, you could be building content to bring in traffic. And while that traffic's coming in, you could be recommending and talking about other products. Hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Rock Your Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Boker, a serial entrepreneur on a mission to help you. This show is designed to teach you, to inspire you, to motivate you, to take massive action and build a future-proof business. So whether you're just starting out or taking your existing business to the next level, this is your home. Now, if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's rock your brand. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Rock Your Brand Podcast. This is episode 954, and today I've got something a little bit different I'm going to be sharing with you on this Wednesday edition of the podcast. What I'm going to do is I am going to go back in time and I am going to play part of a podcast episode that I did with Dawn LaFontaine. Now, Dawn was a listener of the show. She also was a contestant on our five-minute pitch show a couple of years ago now. And what I did was I had her come on the podcast back then, episode 717, I believe it was, if my notes are correct. And what we did there is we broke down how she started her business, and then we started to kind of turn it into a coaching call, to be quite honest with you. And then what happened is what I'm going to share with you now, and I'm going to share with you in an upcoming episode. Now, let me give you a little bit, again, of the backstory. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this back up is I had a review come through from Dawn, and this was about a week ago. All right, depending on when you're listening to this. And I want to read it to you really quickly because what I'm going to read to you is the power in taking action and also being consistent. So this is what Dawn said. And this is what this is what got me to want to record an episode with a part one and a part two. So here's what she said. First off, she says, Scott is inspiring. So I appreciate that, Dawn. Thank you so much for that. She says, about a year ago, I was getting 30 organic visits to my website a day. Scott really encouraged me to start writing. I committed to him and myself to write one long-form blog post a week for a year. I'm now getting 1,500 to 1,600 visits to my website each day. I know I committed to doing it for just one year, but I have no intention on stopping now. Now, Right there is a perfect example of taking action, of committing to doing something over the course of a year, all right, and then seeing the benefits and seeing the progress, and now that has encouraged her to continue on, all right? Now, this here, what you're going to listen to was the advice I gave her before she went through and actually did the work. Then what I'm going to do is I'm going to follow up probably in a couple of weeks with another episode that will say part two of this case study and really how she was able to do this. And you are going to find out that it is not as hard as you might think. Now, if you are listening to this, all right, and you are saying to yourself, Scott, I've heard you talk about content for a long time, and you might have even heard about this seven-day content creation challenge that I'm doing, depending on when you're listening to this. I'm going to be doing it March 3rd, 2021 is when we're going to start it, and it's going to be a seven-day content creation challenge. It's basically exactly what I told Dawn to do. 
But what I'm going to be sharing here is how to create your first piece of content from scratch and get it published, get it optimized so you can start getting traffic. If you are interested in creating content for your brand, I highly encourage you to head on over to launchyourcontent.com. Again, that's launchyourcontent.com. And there you will be able to go through our seven-day content creation challenge. All right, so I'm gonna stop talking so you can listen to this part of this interview that I did with Dawn and you can take the exact action steps that I gave her and do them yourself. All right, because that's really what I want this to be. I want you to take the same advice that I gave her and use it and apply it. Because if you do and you commit to it, there's a good chance you're going to get some traffic. And right now, she's getting anywhere from 1,500 to 1,600 visitors, brand new visitors every single day to her website just because of content. All right, so guys, sit back, relax, and enjoy. So my question then is this, okay, is this... Is this business, do you want to make money in this business? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, good. Now we can talk more. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just being funny, but um, because here's the deal. And anyone listening falls into this trap. Okay, they get introduced to the e-commerce world. Okay, e-commerce generally, I mean, some people could argue and say, well, it's just products being sold online and true, but a lot of people associate that with physical products, drop shipping, something like that, right? So physical products, it's, it's an, a whole nother game. Okay. You have to do exactly what you're doing right now. You have to find the supplier. You have to go ahead and go through, you know, different, uh, you know, different versions. Uh, you know, you have to go through those growing pains. And then at the end, it still might not be a hundred percent. Right. Or if we're talking about Amazon, which we haven't even talked about, like where you're selling these, but we'll get to that. But then from there they say, Hey, uh, now that I figured all this out, it's not going to make me as much money as I thought, because I can't, get it to like be this small or I can't get these certain materials or whatever. And you spend all this time and energy on doing this. This is where I love the hybrid model, which is basically doing what we just talked about earlier. And your market is, is perfect for it, which we've already talked about is that content side. So that content side for you, let's pretend like your product is going to take another year before you can even get that thing up and running, right? In the meantime, you could be building content to bring in traffic. And while that traffic's coming in, you could be recommending and talking about other products, not boxes, other products, the, the rug trees or whatever else that, that you would recommend. Or maybe it's you know uh, certain beds or certain litter boxes or whatever. And as you're doing that, you're bringing traffic over that is technically going to be potentially a customer of yours as well. But in the meantime, you could be then leveraging that traffic to build your email list, but then also sell affiliate products because you can be an affiliate, an associate for any product on Amazon. And then from there, the other thing is once that traffic starts to come in, you can start turning on some ads. You can be, you can be the one that says what ads and what type of networks you want to play with. And then you could be bringing in money without you selling one of your products. Now, can I, I use Shopify as a platform? Mm -hmm. Does Shopify, does the blog feature in Shopify allow you to add outside ads? Now, that's, that's one thing I do not know. But here's the deal. If you have a Shopify store, it doesn't necessarily mean that you can't create your blog externally. Um, okay, so... Yeah. So there's actually a brand that we're working with right now that that's exactly what we did. We didn't add the Shopify feature on until after. So we were already building on WordPress. We were already building in that. Now, uh, you've got to do a little bit of research on that or someone listening might already know the answer to this and they can comment on that. Um, that I don't know. Um, 
you might be able to because technically Shopify isn't an ad network. It's just a hosting platform. Right. Right. So I would think that you could, but again, that's kind of out of my my area of expertise because what I do is I always start with something that is on WordPress. And then from WordPress, if I want to add Shopify, we can just add a, Shop- a Shopify uh, extension to it in, in a sense to where then we have like uh, shop dot whatever your brand name is, right? Yes. And we can have a sub domain that would then be part of that. It would still reside or look like it would, would reside on your, on your, uh, your uh, website, right? It would just be the store feature. And then from there, yes, it would be hosted on Shopify. So that'd be an extension. But I would definitely, definitely be considering that because if, if you were to start from scratch and you're like, you know, I don't know if I want to start this, this, you know, cat in the box thing, but I think I do, but I think I just want to start building content and traffic and then go ahead and, and create some revenue streams from that. You could do that right from the beginning, but you've already started with the product, but it's going to take a while before you get the product, you know, to, to market or the final version or whatever. But in the meantime, why not be building traffic? Because we know there's traffic in the cat market, right? How do you get advertisers to find you? And do you, do you, um, you promote yourself to the advertisers or do they come and find you because they know you're getting traffic? Well, technically it could be both. Okay. But I wouldn't be looking at the advertisers that want to, that want to run a banner ad. I'd be using a network that's already finding these. And then you're just saying, Hey, I've got 25,000 impressions per month. Mediavine, which is an ad network, they will supply the ads. They will do all of the outreach. And then they will basically say, Hey, for every thousand impressions, we'll give you $8 or $25 or whatever. So Mm -hmm. You do have control though and saying like, well, I don't want certain, you know, certain companies or whatever, because maybe whatever you don't believe in them or whatever you can have some type. And I don't know all the ins and outs of that, but I do know if you, if you talk to that ad network, you definitely can do that. But a lot of times too, it's a retargeting thing. So they might be on your site and they might've just looked at something and then it's going right. to on their site. And that yeah. just happens to be your site. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, ad networks is a great way for you to monetize without you having to launch hundred products. Also, if you do comparisons or um, the best, uh, you know, whatever cat traveling, um, you know, whatever, carrier. yeah, carrier. Like if you did like five of the top cat carriers, well, every single one is going to be on Amazon, and then from there, you're going to go ahead and give your your review from you reading the reviews. And then from there, you're doing this comparison. So when someone goes there, they're obviously in the market for a carrier and they might click through one of your links. If they do, you get commission on that. I hadn't even thought of that. Oh my goodness, Scott. Yes. Yeah. So that, <laughs> that, there, that there for you, and it's especially because you said that you, you're good at writing content. So if you're good at writing content and you don't mind it, right? I don't mind it at all. Yeah. You, that I would be, man, I would be probably spending at least 25% of my time just there. Um, and just doing a little bit of the keyword research, just, you know, getting some topics, creating some buckets in a sense to where you're like, okay, uh, I'm going to talk about, uh, you know, traveling with your, with your cat, right? So you're going to do a whole bunch of different articles on traveling with your cat. And then you're going to do another one that's like, uh, you know, uh, you know, care for your cat, uh, you know, or uh, cats uh, that are older, like, what do you, you know, so I would start to find these different verticals that I could then start creating content that would be threads, in a sense, that would be kind of interlinked together. Um, And then from there, the traffic is going to come. And then once the traffic comes, then you can say, oh, I've got your, your box is coming out, you got a brand new box, you can go ahead and throw a banner ad up on your own site and say, hey, we got a, our new box is finally released for the, this next week. We're going to offer a 20% off discount um, for the first 100 people. And then boom, you sell 100 units, right? So wow. 
Yeah, I would be leveraging the traffic. Like your biggest asset right now is content that leads people over that are your ideal customer that could potentially buy your box, but also could, if they don't buy your box, you still have them uh, able to to buy something or to uh, you know to add to your revenue stream. How long does it take um, in the life the life uh, cycle of a blog to start you know getting that significant traffic? We're seeing like, and it just depends on the market and, and, you know, like if you're going after long, we call it long tail keywords. So if you're going after stuff like, uh, you know, best, uh, cat carrier, uh, for cars, right? Like that one there is going to be easier to rank for than just best cat carrier. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, depending on how specific you get, but, um, from what I've seen over the years, whether it's my, my own stuff or people that I know, um, that have been doing this as well. And Tony will say the same thing. Generally it's between six and eight months before you start to see any traffic from that piece of content. You Mm -hmm. might, you might see something that got, that got shared or, or something that got picked up and you'll get a few trickles of, of some traffic, but then it starts to build momentum. And then once it starts to build momentum, that's when you can start to capitalize on adding more to that. Like say, say one article is getting some traffic, then you can throw a link at the bottom of that that says a new post was was added that's related to this. And then someone will go over there and then that'll start to, to get traffic right. to those other ones that are new. Another thing is getting your email list built. Like the, and I think I seen that you had a pop-up that came up on your website. Yes. Yeah. So if you had something like that, uh, and then you're getting those emails. Well, every time you have a new blog post, guess who you're going to send it to? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Hey, just posted a new uh, a new post on uh, you know the best cat carriers uh, for 2019. Uh, check it out, and that's it. And then you go there and you just give a little link, and off you go. And then they go over to your blog. So you can kind of uh, you know take that content that's sitting there and you're waiting for Google to get it indexed, and you can get traffic there like immediately. And then once it starts getting attention, that also sends a signal to Google that, oh, people are starting to pay attention to this. So you can speed up that process. Does it matter that there are, are already a lot of cat bloggers out there and a lot of resources for people you know, looking for answers to these kind of questions? That's why in the beginning, Dawn, I would go very, very specific. So mm-hmm. I would try to go after asking or answering the questions that are being asked, right? Even if you're thinking like, well, that's just like a paragraph. No, you can write an entire thing because you can answer the question and then you can go deeper into the reasons why, right? Right. So it's like if someone's searching for uh, best cat carriers, uh, 2000 or best plastic cat carrier, right? And so you might say, oh, there's, uh, you know, the, these are the two that are the best and here's why. You might send a little blurb. Instead, going into more of why smaller for certain size cats and, you know, um, to get them to travel better, there's a certain strap that you should have and here's why. So it's for you to go into more detail, but you're answering that question. So Anytime you can answer questions directly, um, that's like your easiest way to get started. And even though there's people that have already done it, that you can still go out there and and rank because you might have more authority now because your site has backlinks coming from Pinterest and it might have them coming from YouTube and uh, anybody else that's linked to you. Um, so in the beginning, a lot of people worry about that. They're like, well, isn't there already enough cat stuff out there? Yeah, but there's still room for more, right? And you can be the one that creates this ecosystem of just the best resource on the internet about 
cats and, and, you know, how to, you know, take care of your cats because they are your babies, right? Like that, you could be the top resource for that. It's going to take time, but as you build that, you're building this asset that's going to continually grow and build more momentum. And as your site gets older, it also gets more authority. So if someone's starting today and you started three years ago, well, you've got a site that's three years old. You already have backlinks that are coming from other sites that are linking over to an article, which another thing that you could do is just, again, create these these posts that are shareable, right? Like people that would want to share that. Like if someone already has a following, they might share it because you've given a really good breakdown on the top whatever vitamins that you should be giving your your pets. And here's the research to back it, right? Mm -hmm. And once you start getting those backlinks, that's going to help Google or it's going to help you because Google's going to say, hey, there's these links pointing over here from these other sites that are talking about cats. It must be good. Right. This is all really, really great. Great advice. Yeah. And really great advice. I wouldn't complicate it. You know, like a lot of people, they're like, well, I got to know SEO. I got to know all this stuff. No, you just got to create, like just create, publish, you know, and learn the other stuff. I mean, the basics are, uh, and again, if you're on WordPress, I'm not sure. Shopify's probably got something, but if you're on WordPress, you can use a plugin called Yoast. Um, and what that does is it allows you to kind of follow the checklist of like everything that should be within that post in order to rank. So it literally gives you like a red light, a yellow light, and a green light. Um, so if you're writing a title and you want to rank for a certain keyword, you'd put it in there. And then if it's too long, that might give you a negative flag inside of Google. It'll say title's too long. Now, do you think I should have a separate WordPress site for this, or do you think it should be integrated with the the e-commerce site on Shopify that I already have, you know, existing? Shopify has been known to do really well with ranking within Google. Mm -hmm. So you might want to just keep it on that platform. And also because you've already, uh, you've already kind of gotten some authority. You've probably gotten some backlinks. That's true. That's true. So because of that, I would want to leverage that. Um, my only question, and I'm pretty sure that you, you, you'll be able to, is to be able to use an ad network, but I'm pretty sure that you're going to be able to. Well, that's certainly something that's easy enough to look up. Yes. Yeah, a- absolutely. Um, but I would definitely go down that road um, because I think it's, it's a huge opportunity for you and because you also have the skill set to do it. You know. Um, now, let me ask you this. Uh, Pinterest, are you on Pinterest at all? I am. And the weird thing is that I, um, in fact, I was uh, just talking about this on another um, a Facebook group, but uh, the, the followers are just like dropping out of the sky for me. I mean, like, I think I have 8,000 followers without even, I didn't even do anything. I mean, wow. I didn't even try. And um, I do get clicks from Pinterest back to my, uh, my website, a, a number. I can't say very many of them have turned into sales. It doesn't appear that way. Mm-hmm. But I get an awful lot of, like, I, I just posted a, a video of some kittens playing in one of my boxes. I got 900 saves almost immediately. Oh my gosh. Just, I, so, I mean, people like, they like it, <laughs> so, but I'm not sure that it's translating into, into sales per se. Okay. Well, let's, let's talk about what we talked about then, right? We talked about, okay, well, what if it doesn't turn into a, a box sale, but right. what if it turns into an impression on your site that you can then turn into ad money? That's right. That's right. right. That's exactly so, right. So that those 900 people that visited your site counts as an impression and ad thrive and media vine they work off of off of impressions not just clicks well so, those saves within pinterest that wasn't 900 clicks okay so, so that wasn't clicks but still uh, and I, I hear people they go oh yeah i'm getting a ton of traffic from pinterest and a lot of times pinterest traffic isn't isn't like really like really good quality traffic it's traffic but it's not like really really good quality but right. who cares right like right. It, 
if you're not looking at like it has to turn into a box sale, but if it turns into web traffic, right, you know, on your on your site, that can turn into dollars, right? Just from people landing on yours and consuming a piece of content, even for a minute. Is that is it more important then if I was linking from one of my Pinterest posts? to link to this, you know, new blog idea or new, um, you know, this new content yeah. or more important to link to a product page? No, I would link to the content page. Okay. Yeah. I would create, so if, so if you're creating a new piece of content, I would create that piece of content on your blog. And then from there, I would do a pinnable image of that and then go to your pictures board or your boards that you're a part of. And then from there, I would link it back to the content post. Okay. So then you also get a backlink, which Google likes from Pinterest going over to a content post that's not necessarily, uh, it's not necessarily a pitch for a product, right? It's, it's information, right? And then when someone goes there, you're going to have your, web, your, your website set up that you'll also have ways for them to buy some of your products or your recommended products. Uh, or if at the time you're doing a, a launch for your new cat in the box, um, you know, for 2020, you can put a, a banner ad up on there that says, hey, just released this week only. And so you can have that. So there's a lot you can do with the traffic. And that's why I always tell people like content is is something that you should be focusing on, but that is going to bring people that are interested in your market, which is traffic, which can turn into dollars. Right? Is it more, if I'm having a pinnable um, item on my blog post, say, mm-hmm. say, it's a, say it was just a story about Siamese cats, yeah. is it more important to have a pinnable photo of a Siamese cat or is it more important to have a, a pinnable photo of my product? No, it's going to be the content. It's okay. going to be the content. Yeah, a lot of people think, again, like you're, you're, in the mindset, like I, I want to link to product all the time mm-hmm. because I want to get product sales, right? If you change that up a little bit and say, I just want traffic, right? And you want quality traffic. You know, you want traffic that you know that you don't want just someone that's uh, searching for, uh, you know, the best iPod cases and they come to your site and you're like, well, wait a minute, you know, like that's mm-hmm. what to do with cats, right? But you, you're putting out content that's, it's more or less, it's like a magnet. We call them lead magnets, really, in the marketing world. It's a lead magnet that's going to get someone that is interested in your market, that's going to attract those people. And then if your content is good, they're going to want to click to come over and consume it, right? Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that, it, that it's your product every single time. You know, Are your products going to be displayed somewhere? Probably. You know what I mean? Like, or you could even be talking, let's say that you're talking about cat anxiety, mm-hmm. right? And so you do this whole post on cat anxiety. Well, one of those things might be having a safe box that uh, helps them with anxiety. And oh, by the way, here's my, you know, the box that I created for cats, right? That's an interesting idea. Yeah. So you just, you turn it into like, what does the box also help with? Not just them having fun. It might calm them. It might make them feel safe. It might, whatever. So then you can turn that into a lesson or something that someone can consume and be like, oh, I didn't realize that. And then, oh, by the way, inside of that post, there's going to be a link in there that they could click over and buy the box or another link that you might've talked about a, a car carrier, because when you're in a car, they don't feel safe and you want them to be safe or whatever. Right. So there's ways that you can do it without just being like, here's the best carrier. Right. 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 So there's, yeah. There's definitely ways that you can do it with content and your market is just so like, to me, it just seems so endless. 
on what you can create in that market. But I would say you want to definitely niche down a little bit. So that way there, you're not so broad at first. And as your site gets more authority, then you go after those more, you know, those, those more high level keywords, right? Honestly, the, the easier ones to write are the more specific articles. The more, yeah. the more you dig down, they're easier to write and they're easier to be authoritative on. Yeah. It's like, again, it's like anything. If you're talking about something specific and someone is searching for that specific thing and then they find the solution, right? You're not getting someone that goes, that clicks on something, goes over there and goes, oh, this does, this isn't what I wanted. Exactly. Then they're gone, right? It's like you want that to be so crystal clear on what it is. And again, your markets are also a great place for people to just share cat pictures, right? And cat videos and, you know, all of those things. So you can play with both of them. Like, you know, you can do a, for your email list, you can do top cat pics of the week. Right. right? And right. then you send an email and then guess what happens? They go over to the blog to, to look at them. You got more traffic over to the blog. Mm-hmm. People share the post on the blog because they want to share it with their cat friends. And then you bring, so it's just this, you're creating this environment where there's stuff that can be consumed to learn, to be entertained and to buy like everything under that one roof. Now, would it be weird on my website to have my own personal blog, which sort of tells the story of my business and, and those kind of things and have a separate, maybe a resource page, which is the blog you're talking about, where it would be cat resources, you know, information about, and you know, everything you'd want to know about cats effectively. So I, I love the way you have it right now, to be honest with you. You have home, you have products, you have science, you have in the moves. <laughs> I like that. Uh, you have blog, you have about us and you have contact us. About us is where you would put your story. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I would keep it all under one, under one roof. Now, the only thing I might do in the very beginning of like your homepage is I might have a picture of you or a video of you welcoming people to the blog and to the website and just being like, you know, Hey, this is Dawn and introduce yourself and, and where this came about and why you created cat in the box and, and why you want to create the best resources and the best products on the market. So you have your, you know, the cat, you, you know, your, your, your healthiest cat and you get to enjoy your cat or whatever, right? Come up with something better than that. But you get what I'm saying? Like you want people to connect with you the minute they come on there because then you're bringing people into you, not just another website. Interesting. Yeah. And I never thought of putting any of me in the front at all. Oh, a hundred percent. Think, think about how many, how many uh, physical trainers there are out there, right? So if I just go to a site and I see, like, I look at Beachbody. Beachbody has probably a hundred different trainers. There's some trainers you're just going to gravitate towards. So you go to that trainer. Well, there's a lot of cat people out there that are talking about cat stuff. Well, you need people to actually see the person behind the brand, I feel, or a spokesperson. Again, if, if it wasn't you and it was someone else, I'd say, hey, well, go out there and find someone that's you know in love with cats and they want to talk about this stuff and you can be the face of the brand. In your case, you could be a spokesperson and also you are the creator. So tell people, bring them into the story. Um, there's a book that I think you should read. Okay. It is um, The Story Brand. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it's just Story Brand, not The Story Brand. Story Brand uh, by Donald Miller. Okay. Um, it's a great book. It talks all about taking your story and turning it into your brand. And a lot of people think, well, I don't have really a good story, Right. You personally, you have a great story because all it is, is talking about how this thing even happened and then what you decided to do so you can then make a positive impact on cat owners, right? But there's all your messaging, all of the marketing goes into also not just about you, but about them. 
right? So it's a, it's a great read. I would definitely recommend that. And anyone listening to this podcast, I will drop that in the show notes, but yeah, it's a, it's a book I would highly recommend. Um, and he's got exercises you can go through and kind of, kind of get to the root of your story of what you could share and what would make sense to share. Well, um, I'm a big, big time reader. So that's the very next thing that's going to be read. Oh yeah. I would definitely do that for sure. But with all that being said, I still think your strongest play right now is getting that content out there and building that email list. Hmm. Never would have even thought of it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's a huge opportunity for you. Um, and I'm excited to kind of see where you go. Cause I know you, 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 you're not going to sit around. You're going to actually get to work. Uh, <laughs> for sure. yeah, that's you're you're one of those action takers that I talk a lot about. Yeah. Uh, cool. So is there any last things that we didn't cover or something that you, uh, that you wanted to add here before we wrap up? I just wanted to also just, I really wanted to thank you for the five minute pitch experience, which was one of the best things I've ever done in my life. And uh, so it was really, um, it was so much more than I bargained for. I got so much more out of it than, um, than I anticipated. Um, Not, you know, not the least of which was finding out that I wasn't on a crazy path and, Mm. um, and, and also, um, you know, the opportunity in addition to make lifelong friends. So a bunch of us have a, from five minute pitch have established a formal way of, of keeping in contact. And that's great. Um, Judy Davis and I actually have a regular phone thing going on now. So all the way around from, from the incredible um, advice that I've gotten from you folks to um, the confirmation that I wasn't crazy. And finally for the opportunity to make lifelong friends who we can help and support each other on this you know, venture, um, is really more than I could have hoped for. Yeah, no, it, it's, that is everything to me really though. Like when you build those connections and those relationships and, and here's the other thing, right? Like people that get it, right? Like you, you were talking about like being at like a family, you know, outing and you're like telling people and they're like right. nuts. Right. But everyone else that you're talking to in this world, they're just like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. That's exactly it. Oh, really? I'm not, I'm not crazy. Okay. No, no, not, not at all. Or you get, you know, you, you come on a podcast like this one and we kind of go and we strategize and you're like, I never thought about it like that. That sounds Mm -hmm. great. And, uh, and I'm not talking just about theory either. I've seen this stuff work either for myself or for other people, um, that I'm associated with. So I know this works. Um, so that's the difference too, because the people sometimes that you're not speaking with that understand this world, they don't get it. They haven't seen it. Um, and I have, so that's why I, I really think that you're, you're sitting on a gold mine, um, just because you are a huge asset to your business as well, knowing that you can write, you also know the market and you're a good creator. I mean, you created a great product. I really do believe so. And I think that it will be a hit, uh, but we have to get the attention because it's not something that people are just searching for. So mm-hmm. you need to shift that focus just a, just a little bit. And the last thing I'm going to leave you with, and I, I have to leave you with this, anyone that I talk to about this, is you need to be definitely actively, and I know you are, but I'd even go a little bit more aggressive. You need to continually build that email list. Um, it's you know, a lot of people say, ah, email's dead. It's not dead. I'm here to tell you it's not. It's actually going to become the new, the new big thing. Again, I believe because social media is getting more, more noisy, right? But everyone still checks their email at least once a day, right? So why not deliver in that inbox? And if you show up with content that they're going to get to know, like, and trust you and, uh, and share stories or pictures or entertain, uh, they will continue to open those emails. So I really think that you should hone in on that as well and add that as another, uh, another asset. And I know you already are building that, but I would even 
I'd even consider doing it a little bit more. And one way for you to do it, a couple different ways, but one way that you could do it that I think would be really good is you could do a giveaway for um, one of your cat in the boxes. Mm-hmm. You could do a giveaway. Or if you wanted to kick it up even another notch is you could grab maybe two or three other products. Maybe they're sold on Amazon and you could bundle those with your cat in the box and then maybe get the value up to a hundred to $150. And then you can go ahead and drive traffic to that offer maybe for, I don't know, two weeks, a month. And then from there, you're going to be getting people that are going to raise their hand that are interested in those types of products. So that must mean that they're cat people as well. So then you can build that traffic. And, um, and then from there, you can start to build that relationship with those people over time. So uh, cool. Any last minute things that you want to talk about or that you want to add or you ready to... I think we could go on for another hour easily. We could. We, we absolutely could. What would you tell someone right now that's thinking about getting, you know, either getting started or if they're in a place in their business and they're just like, you know, I'm just not sure I want to continue on this journey. What would you, what would you tell those people? I would tell them to just, um, to, to take the plunge and just keep doing it, especially the people who haven't, who haven't started yet. Um, because the main thing is, is not about the, the product. I know people tend to get a little bit focused on what should I do this or should I do this? It's all the knowledge and it takes so long to accumulate the knowledge Mm. that once you, you, you've, you know, gotten a, you know, a good bit of it, you could really, you know, um, apply to almost anything is, is my view. And for the person who may be stuck, which, you know, um, I think we'll all be there at some point where you're just wondering whether to move forward. There's always a next step. And when I started, I mean, I couldn't see, you can't see the whole arc at the beginning, Mm. but you can think about the next thing that you can do and the next thing. And it's just amazing how one thing leads to another thought, leads to another contact, and you got to just keep going. Yeah, I I love that. And you're 100% right. And I tell people this all the time. Everyone always looks at like, did I you know, if I made money with it, I, it worked. Right. But they right. don't look at like all of the different things you, you did to lead up to that, that you learned that skill set. So if you learn how to put together a contest and run that and build a landing page and do all that stuff, you can adapt that to anything. Exactly. Anything. Right. And if you ever read any of any of us, you know, any successful person's story, they always have all the little failures that came. Oh, yeah. Success. So you can't expect to be the one who, you know, the first thing out of the box is your, you know, your big winner. So. Right. Exactly. I love how you said the next thing in the box too. see cat in the box. <laughs> it's always on my mind. I it guess. is. It's always on your mind. Dawn. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hey, this has been awesome. And if anyone wants to, to follow you or, or see what you're up to, where would they go? Well, they can go to my website, which is thecatisinthebox.com. They can visit me on um, Instagram, which is um, the cat is in the box with periods between each of the words. And I'm cat in the box on Pinterest. Awesome. I will link that all up in the show notes as well. And I know that uh, people will most likely be reaching out and asking some questions. And uh, just, I want to say once again, thank you so much for doing this. It was a pleasure to meet you on a uh, five minute pitch and, uh, and really learn more about you and your business. And uh, I just, again, I really just want to say it was a pleasure and it was awesome again, having you on today and sharing your story and doing a little bit of this uh, brainstorming, this little strategy session, which was, which was always fun. Or it's always fun for me. Uh, it was, it was thrilling for me. So thank you very much. All right. Well, there you go. Okay. Now that was part one. That was the advice that I'd given her. I didn't know if she was going to do it. I had no idea. I just gave it to her and I said, here, go for it. Let me see what you can do. 
And then she wrote that amazing review on iTunes and shared that with me. And then I said to her, I said, listen, Dawn, I got to get you back on the podcast. We got to break this down even further. I want to hear more about it. And then from there, we can go ahead and help other people. And that's what we're going to be doing on an upcoming episode. So depending on when you're listening to this, part two may be out already. But if you're listening to this on the day it airs, it won't be. It's going to be a couple weeks. All right. But in the meantime, if you are struggling with how to create content or how to come up with good content ideas and topics, then I would encourage you to head on over to launchyourcontent.com. Again, that's launchyourcontent.com. And I will take you through the entire process from nothing to having content created and published on your website. So that way there, you can start planting the seeds on the internet to attract the right people to come back to your website. Again, that's launchyourcontent.com. All right. So guys, that's what I got for you today. Hopefully you are excited and you are motivated, you're inspired, and you're ready to start creating content around your brand because I know that it will help you. All right, guys, so that's it. That's gonna wrap it up. As always, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me. Say it loud, say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day and I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now let's rock your brand.